digital lineups. Oh, you want to talk about the oh, pack situation? Boy. I want to talk about convention tickets. Yeah, this year has not been panning out. Yeah, it's going real ways. bad for me. Yeah. Like, you you didn't hear about the Calgary one being pretty pretty hunted after this year? I, I, well, I, no, I didn't hear, like, it, that it was changing scenarios of no more at the door. Oh, okay. Like, I guess just since last year's debacle on Saturday, they capped attendance, whereas they didn't before. So, yeah. So I did not know that, so I went to check the website again just to see if there's any more guests that I didn't know about, looked at the tickets, all sold out, and they said we're not selling them at the door, and I was like, what? Yeah. So I'm um, not going to the Comic Expo. Yeah, I, I don't, I guess it was just because of the guests and stuff they announced. I think it was after they announced a bunch of, like, Torchwood people or something. Like, Brittany and I were just like, we should probably just buy tickets. So then we did, and that was like a month and a half ago. Sure. Um, I, I got mine two, maybe three weeks ago. Okay. And, like, but I had to get them at a store. That's the only way I could get them. Yeah, for a while well, You couldn't do it online? No. Online was already sold out of three days. They only had, like, Friday and Sunday. Yeah, oh. and there was some in Edmonton, like for a while, that people were heading up there to get and stuff. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, I just looked on their site. Stupid. Yeah, they're, they're all they have left are like kids only or gaming passes only. So. Yeah, to, so. to some extent though, this is still real lines. The digital lines happened over at Penny Arcade because registration happened for PAX Prime, and it was a new record in terms of speed. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in like a semi like unconscious, just like really tired state, but Brittany was totally on top of that and waited in digital line for like two and a half hours to so we got some, but we didn't get four day passes. We got four one days. Same. Because those four days went in like twelve minutes or something. Uh, it was twenty eight minutes. Twenty eight. It was twenty eight minutes it's from so when they st- put oh. out the first tweet and when they sent out the second tweet saying they were done. Yeah. Like, I believe last year, the three-day passes, there was, like, a, a solid six hours before those were gone. Um, no, be- I guess between the was... two days, yeah, it was six hours, roughly. I guess, but, I, I, I must have heard, but the four-day was also a surprise to me. I didn't know that was a thing, but... Yeah, no, I knew, yeah, I knew no, they, that they announced that last year. The, yeah. When they announced PAX Australia, they announced that uh, it was going to be four days this yep. year. Yep. Oh, okay, I guess I just, I, I just forgot, but... Yeah, so there was rumors that uh, they lowered the amount of four-day passes and just upped the amount of one day or that they were selling. So there's been a couple of rumors like that. Just to get more yeah. money? Because that just seems like someone just got upset that they couldn't, so they started like a malicious rumor. Who knows? Uh, I, they have, I'm sure eventually it'll be stated. Mm-hmm. Regardless, so my situation was, I finally make it through the queue, and my option is, would you like to buy Friday or Monday? Ugh. And I was like, that's the worst thing. Yeah. At least Friday is a real PAX day. For a while, like, after I was looking at it, it was, like, just Monday. Like, Monday was the last remaining option. Right, and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to just have to try media. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm doing. Yeah, like, I, I don't know if there's, like, our whole group, like, we, we've had a steadily growing group the past couple of years. And right, last year know. there was, like, ten of us. Maybe, like, ten. eleven of us? Yeah. This ten, year it's going to be, like, people. four. Yeah. Probably. I heard a lot of people like our regulars cannot go this year because they just couldn't get passes. Yeah, which you'd think like the extra paxes around the world would be like alleviating some of the demand, but I guess not. It's just like sweet. Well, that's I what I'm saying. I'm saying, now. you know, if there's this many people wanting to go to it, I think we just need to have more conventions. Yeah. Just well, I mean, they already added this is the first year for Australia, so. Right. Well, it's either that or everyone that's alive has to go to conventions because clearly they're doing it anyway. So let's just make it mandatory so that everyone guess... can get in. 
Like, it is kind of the weird, like, this is the result of word of mouth or whatever. Because, like, I went, like, I was the only person I knew who went in, like, 08. And then I was just telling more and more people, and it went from, like, 4 to 8 to, like, 12 or whatever, like, over subsequent years. So if everyone's doing that, it's just like, well, yeah, now we're at a point where, no, like, we just can't go. So, so I just, you know, yeah, we just need more conventions, because clearly there's an audience. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the way the local convention exploded, too. Like, I was just reading an article where apparently attendance more than doubled last year because of the guest lineup. Yeah, well, I mean, when you so, have the entire guest lineup of Next Generation, and it's, like, the only show they're doing, it's like, yeah, everyone's going to yeah. try to go. People are flying So in I was hoping that this year would not be that much, considering it's not Super Star Trek this year. Yeah. But I guess that they just got them hooked, so now they're coming all the time now. Like, that's it, and they also have, like, you know, Walking Dead and Game of Thrones are really popular, and they locked down some guests from both of those, sure. so that might be a factor, but, yeah. I don't know. It's I like them, conventions, but, you know, I guess everyone else does way too much. I like them, too. I'm just getting annoyed at this ticket stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh. I, I just didn't realize that was our intro topic. I was going to be like, hey, how about that Daft Punk song? I, I was, it was one of those two really were going to be the intro. Oh, okay. I haven't heard it, but I've been hearing good things. It's good, I like it. It's nice and funky. Yeah, it's it's fun. It like, I, I, like, every time I listen to it, I'm anticipating the two minute, like, 20 second mark where the robots start singing. And I get happy every single time it happens, so it's pretty great. But I'm looking forward Did to it. Did they release, like, 20 seconds of it a few months ago or something? Yeah. yeah. There was, like, a 15 second ad. They did a commercial for, on SNL. And then there was a one-minute one, like a couple weeks later, like a okay, teaser. So I think I've I guess. maybe heard one of those before, and I didn't. I didn't think. I don't think I liked it. I think well, you, it was, you probably heard the first one, which was just the guitar riff for like ten seconds. Yeah, maybe. and like d- despite it b- just being that, people were making remixes of that. So there was just like that fifteen-second loop, like for four minutes in various songs and videos and stuff. It was it was kind of weird. The actual song, like, there's a lot of lyrical stuff going on, but some of their songs do that. So I'm not sure how you'll feel about it. Like one more time, there's dude singing. One more time, so. I like that album. I I had a thought about this. Maybe you guys can answer this. Do you know anyone who prefers Human After All over Discovery or Homework? No. Like, it's, does that person exist? I don't. I wouldn't think so. Like, I really wouldn't think so. Like, there's probably some people who like uh like Technologic or Robot Rock a lot, but not enough to top any of that other stuff. Like I was listening, like I've listened to all of the albums again recently. Like that, that's easily my least favorite. But yeah, why? Or is it a secret favorite of yours or something? No, no. I just I had that thought today. I'm like, I really like Discovery, but I wonder if there's someone who feels the same way about Homework or about uh, Human After All. Like they were just introduced to that one first. And yeah, because like this is, Disco- this is Discovery my was my first album. album, so that was my Daft Punk experience. Me too. And then I went back to uh, uh, Homework. And people were like, no, this is the dude, Defunk. And you're just like, well, yeah, it's great, but, I mean, come on. Discovery, dude. It's the one with the anime, so it's way better. But, yeah. <laughs> I like those Discovery. Robots. Yeah, no, Discovery's good. Anyway, um, those guys were in DJ Hero. I have to move that table <laughs> relatively soon. I just, gonna be I just moved, so I literally hauled around the Wii version of DJ Hero 1 <laughs> with two controllers. Nice. Were they both in the cases? Yeah, because I bought them. I bought them recently from EB Games for three dollars a few months back. Nice. That's a good decision. Still shrink wrapped because I don't plan to use them. Right. You're just like I can't let these go to waste. Yeah. Like, like these is this is two turntables, and on a console I don't have. <laughs> Perfect. 
Well, like I have a Wii, but on a, you know I don't have that platform game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, w- once I start up my video game museum, they'll go right in there. Yeah, there you go. There you go. We could use another video game museum out there traveling around, or would you have a dedicated museum? Because like there's like a traveling Travel- museum. traveling museum. Yeah. Yeah. Shows up at convention. I'll just get a huge trailer. Mm-hmm. One of those bus trailers. You've thought way too much about this already. Like I think you just started thinking about it, but you've already got a plan. So yeah, well, it's such a good plan. Out. It just it just kind of rolls. Yeah, like it just snowballs that quickly. Like <laughs> video games, money maker, video games. Top down perspective is our podcast. I'm your host this week, Jonathan, and I am joined as usual by Nathan. Hi, and Sean. Yes. Who is going to tell us what he's been playing this week? All right. But what's the date today? Because it's actually funny to some percent of the internet. Happy Hitler's birthday! Exactly. Exactly. It's April 20th. Yeah. Smoke them if you got them? Yeah, smoke your Hitlers if you have them. (laughs) Check out the Tommy Chong AMA. I don't know. I don't know. Let's check out anything Tommy Chong's been in. Cheech and Chong are pretty funny. Actually, it was both of them. I I miss I just didn't look into it much, but anyway. Okay. Yes. That is the date, Sean. You were supposed to say what you were playing and I interrupted on eyeball. Yes, Sean, okay. tell me about games that I should be playing. Alright, you should be playing Metal Gear Rising. I should, but you have my copy. And I'm I'm done with it. Oh, jeez. So start to finish, that game is three hours. What? My cl- I clocked in three hours. So you were just game. you were just mashing those buttons, cutting up dudes and running? Yeah, that's all you do in that game, unless you want to, unless you do codex stuff, which I have no idea how long that could be, but that's, that's, I, a he- I heard goal. it doubles the length. I have actually heard that. So, okay. If you like, just want to am... play the game, mm-hmm. three hours. Bit of a Metal Gear fan, so I, I could look into that, but, okay. Like, I mean, I would, the codex stuff. I'd probably I would say it be starts really strong, ends yeah. really strong, but in the middle, it's kind of just a lot, of, it's a lot of the same thing. Like, sure, this is also crazy, and you are playing, like, a really, heavy metal like song while we're having a boss fight and that's great but you do it yeah. every time and it's not as good as the second time you did it okay but uh and that last that final boss fight just goes on forever and yeah it has it has some really good highs like when jack the ripper is unleashed and stuff like there's some really good moments to it mm-hmm. but there's a lot of just kind of like this is the same thing again or when they're like hey why don't you try being stealthy that kind of sucks Okay. Luckily, they're not like, you need to be stealthy, but it's just like, hey, why don't you try it? Or we're going to send like eight guys at you, and you're going to have to mash X a lot again. So even with just three hours, you already start to feel a bit of fatigue? Yeah, kind of there's just, it just, because they kind of have like one cool thing, and that's it. Really. Yeah, okay. There's just like, no I, variety. I don't necessarily need to like get directly into it, but I was playing Vanquish this week, which is also Platinum, and I, I think maybe this game, like, could have benefited from some trimming down because, like, I was just I played it for about three hours, but it it was repeating itself way too much for me, and I just kind of gave up on it. But it's also fast paced, crazy action stuff. But maybe it's better that they cut it short. As opposed I don't to I don't think I would want long. Rising to be shorter. Three hours and it's a full retail price is already kind of gross. Kind of gross. Well, I heard it's already gone down in price to forty. I've, I'm seeing it at forty pretty regularly now, it, but still, I've seen it at 40, three but hours it was up at for forty again. bucks. Yeah, like that's. Well, I mean, it's one of those games actually, designed yeah. to be replayed because it's like Bayonetta in a way, but admittedly, Bayonetta was a lot longer. So you unlock that Gray Fox outfit or something, maybe. That was sure. that was. And DLC. there is a lot of stuff in this game well, you could go okay. through and like attempt, you know, doing it completely stealthy or whatnot or whatever you wanted to do. But hmm. I, 
I'm I'm not interested in replaying it. Uh, I will say, I kind of wish I could just watch the cutscenes and play the boss fights, because those so are you easily like the best parts. Like, I mean, you said so that, it went on for a That sounds a lot long. like you just basically want uh, Azura's Wrath. And then that reminded me, you know what? I really like Azura's Wrath. Okay. And I should go play that again. You get some of that ridiculous without all this, you know, cutting up stuff. And it, see it happen. Yeah, because, you know, when you're fighting normal guys, it's literally just button mashing, and you can destroy, like, anything. And the fact that mm. when you can do Zendatsu, and you are instantly 100% healed again, the game gets super easy. So mm. the boss fights are really the only, like... Well, I guess that also brings up the question, what difficulty did you play on? I was just playing on normal. Because, like, it's Bayonetta style. It's designed to be, like, you keep upping that difficulty the more... Like, you, it's designed to be beaten multiple times. Okay. Which I admit, knowing you, that you don't want to do that. Because you want to just move on to something else. But I'm just, I'm just stating that's the designer's mentality. Sure. Well then, maybe they succeeded. If that, that's what you want. Is, and... is there like a points or combos or something? Like you're, you're you do get to... ratings on combat situations. You, yeah, you get ratings on combat situations. There's no like, uh, like how many hits can you do at once, but you do get points for doing okay. sp- specific moves that you can spend on upgrades and stuff. Okay. So like, um, theoretically someone could like, do extremely well at Metal Gear Rising and, like, ace a chapter or something. Yeah, you, oh, yeah. You they, they rank you chapters. in every fight and in the chapter overall. And okay. then they'll rank your playthrough. Mm-hmm. So, I think but I ended you, you up beating it on, like, at a C, because most of mine were C's and B's, I believe. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's... In terms of, like, the cutscenes or when you're enc- encountering the bosses, so actual characters, there's some really ridiculous, like, this is just an anime, isn't it, moment. Mm-hmm. Which kind of just continued to remind me of Azura's Wrath. But Azura's Wrath is almost, like, the extreme end of, I guess, where I want Rising to be. Yeah. Because Azura's Wrath, you know, it, there's no, like, hey, why don't you just fight some, like, random guys, and if you do that, you do it once, and then you're in this giant, like, quick time event. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, yeah, it, it wasn't that. I would say this is really similar to Ninja Blade. Really? That in terms of you know hack and slash. Really well, there's no like game. obsession with quick time events though. There's no obsession with about... quick time events, yeah. but just the idea of like you're gonna be in a boss fight for a while doing really crazy stuff. Okay. So as opposed to in Ninja Blade, you know, sliding on your motorcycle up a guy's back, you're pulling a sword through yourself, and then it's also a gun sword stuff in Metal Gear Rising. Okay. So, I was just, you know, thematically, I would kind of rely into that. But I kind of just came out of that going, I should re, I should go play through Azura's Wrath again. Okay. Or like watch that's the Azur- absurd sweet spot that you want. Yeah. Like, it just does it bigger and more crazy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Okay. Huh. I guess I'll wait for a bit then, but whatever. Were you thinking of getting it? Well, I feel like vaguely just because of the Metal Gear interest. Like uh, my from, E3. From what I played of it, like yeah, yeah, you played at E3, but what I played of it, like don't go into Rising with the Metal Gear mentality because it's yeah. its own whole beast. You can get the Codex stuff and like that, all that flavor text stuff is still there, but that is nowhere near the main focus. I know. Like I, I'd be the guy that really looks at that that codex stuff and hopes to get something. I feel like those codexes have got to be somewhere online. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. I've, what I've been listening to the codex when I was playing it, I enjoyed. So. Mm-hmm. But I, I also, like, I did also hear horror stories of, like, yeah, it, it literally doubles the length of your gameplay. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, that w- that's not hard to do at three hours. I guess, but still, three hours of Kodak conversations. That, that, yeah. That's great. That's great. My, my Yeah, my Vanquish experience may have also dampened my enthusiasm a bit, but I'll elaborate. The nice yeah. thing, though, is if you can find a copy, you know, it's only three hours of your life. Yeah. And like okay. I said, those, like, first two missions, they're really good. And that last one, uh, that last boss fight's pretty good, too. So you did like the last boss fight. There, there were some split decisions on Twitter about that. Like, so like man, that was so dumb. Or like, it is kind of dumb, but it's just kind of like silly. Like, there's points where you lose your sword, so you're punching now. Okay, okay. That, that's kind of funny, actually. Which is pretty good. So, yeah, I I enjoyed it. It was nice. Okay. Um, I also wrapped up Guacamelee this week. You played through the re- like the rest of it, or the rest okay. of it? Yep. Still- I want to correct myself from last week. It does have cloud syncing. Okay. Did you didn't. did you still want to recommend it to people or? Yeah, that game is great. It's so good. Okay. It is super funny. Because yeah, uh, listening to you talk about it last week has made me really want to get it. Yeah. So. No, it is a really funny game. I I did. I would say it did some moderate searching around for unlocking a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, about five hours. Okay. And um, there's you made a lot. An Outland comparison. Yeah, so that game, if I had to get the closest analog, would be Outland in terms of... Like, did either of you play Outland? Uh, yes. A bit. It was when it was a PlayStation Plus, like, I downloaded it. And okay, it so now. you know how you can switch between being red and blue? Yeah. And they do a whole bunch of, like, some platforms you can land on if you're red, some you can land on if you're blue, enemies yeah. you can go through red. It does that, like, about an hour and a half in, you go between light and dark world, and then a ton of the puzzles and platforming is that. Oh, you're not. Like and I, I would not have thought that for a game like. Well, okay. Outland was also Metroidvania. I guess, but like, the look I got of Guacamelee didn't make it seem like I was going to be doing platforming puzzles like that. Yeah, mm. no, you do a lot of that. Are you switching um, like luchador masks? Is that the thing? Or no, like... you just get the ability to go between the world of the living and the dead. Oh, okay. It's just one of your abilities. Oh, oh, it's like Mexico Day of the Dead themes. I guess, yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's why people were saying that. I wasn't sure what they were looking at, but yeah. Okay, and it's got a great look. Um, like yeah, you mentioned the Day of the Dead stuff, so all of it looks really great. Um, the boss, like the characters you encounter, are all pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just cool to it's just cool to kind of see like sometimes they'll they'll not want to be doing what they're doing, and it's funny what they're talking about and stuff. I mentioned the guy that turns into a goat, and he's great. Hmm. The guy that turns um, into a goat. Yeah, I mentioned this last week. There's a guy that turns into a goat. He's the one who owns the Chozo statues that you Right, okay, yeah, sorry. That's the refresher yeah, I right there. Or yeah. yeah. So he's uh, he's pretty great. I didn't play any of the co-op, but there is co-op. Mm-hmm. And I uh, I played the majority on the Vita. Worked just fine. And then I finished it up on the three on the PS3. Cool. Just to, just for like a... See what that's like. Just that transferring type business yeah. right there. Um, and I, I love cross-play. It's so great. So great. Mm. Um... So does like the text carry a lot of the humor and personality? Because uh, I think it was Mega sixty four was saying they really wish there was like bad Spanish voice acting to make it extra silly, but I don't know. I I guess you could put that in there, but yeah, it's the text. You know, the dialogue you're going through is. Pretty but it still it still works. Like that's that still works. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Okay, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, nice, I think that. And was probably good. the the best thing I would say about it is like it's a pretty tight five hours. You, there's never a point where I kind of got like bored with what was next and whatnot. Okay. And when I got new abilities, I actively wanted to go back to some place and open those doors that I couldn't beforehand. Cool. So what what upgrades do you get? Like health extensions or 
Yeah, you, you unlock health extensions, uh, like the equivalent of magic extensions. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, how, like, literally how Metroid is it? That's basically it. Um, like, are you asking, like, what kind of special moves you get, or just what you're No, no, for? I mean, it's just, like, what other, what other things you can upgrade, like, do you get, like, longer combos, or... Uh, I heard something about you need more stamina to do like specific moves or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like to do a longer combo to incorporate this more special moves in a combo, you need more stamina because it's like one special move will use one block, so you want more of that. Uh, you can unlock different grappling moves like a like a body slam and stuff. Like purchase that, and uh, you can, you know you upgrade how fast things regenerate and whatnot. And then there's these weird, like, masks that you get at the, like, mask pieces. You get one at the end of the game, and it's like, whoa, there's more to find. So there's, like, super hard things to search for, which I'm not going back and doing. I'm pretty done with it. Okay. But, um, yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Uh, and if you have plus, yeah, it's 12 bucks, so it's a bit cheaper, which is pretty great. I think that's a limited time offer thing, but, okay. Yeah, usually isn't it like usually a month they do that? I don't know if it's a month or if it's almost over, but like a week or something. But I can't remember um, the discount anyway. But anyway, fifteen bucks is still not bad. So yeah, PlayStation exclusive. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I've been playing this week. Cool, Nathan. Hey, um, I kind of already like I just had I don't know I brought it up a couple times because platinum, but I tried playing Vanquish again. Mostly because it was taking up so much space on my PS3 hard drive, and I want to get it off of there. So I was like, ow, I'll see what this is like. Um, had you not played it before? I'd played a little bit of it, and just kind of was like, I just don't want to shoot stuff right now. Um, and then I decided to give it another go. Have you played it? or? No, but I have it. It's one of those, I meant to play it, but never got around to it type deals. Yeah, like, I, I think part of, like... My problem is just I shouldn't have played this after I played Binary Domain, which is like the other Sega published shooter that's basically Gears of War. That's kind of nutty because like it was just reminding me too much of that. And I was just like I I just played this like that was kind of just a overarching vibe, and it has rocket legs in it, which is kind of its weird fast paced zany thing. Um, but I still like even though the environments are kind of big, I found like I was getting ahead of my squad too much by doing that. So I wasn't using it that often. So I don't know. There's just little nitpicks throughout all of it that was kind of making it more work than fun at times. So I just I just got rid of it. Um, like I mean, I still have access to it because it's PlayStation Plus, but I deleted it and got Demon Souls on there. So I haven't played that yet though. But anyway, um, I like I have other little quibbles with it, but if you guys haven't played it, it's not really worth getting into. Uh, Bioshock Infinite. Okay. Did you beat it? I just beat it today. Um, so now I'm the only one who's not played it or beaten it? Yeah. I, like, not that we can really get into like how we feel about that last business or whatever, but... um. Yeah. D- did you like it? Uh, Overall, I, I liked... It definitely like kept pulling me back to just be like, well, I just want to know what's going on, and I don't... I like kind of the action in this game. Like, it works out. So yeah, like it pulled me through the campaign really easily. Like I definitely wanted to keep playing it. After it's all over and such, I'm not sure how I... Like, I wasn't super mind-melded or anything by the ending. I was just like, okay. Like, I just kind of shrugged, and that was it. What? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just like, okay, that that's the way to go. Like, oh. my mind was coming up with all these, like, weird explanations as to, like, what was happening throughout the game, and then it was like, oh, that's... All right. Like, okay. That that was neat, but I don't know. Like, there, is there only one ending, or is there multiple endings? There's one. 
There's just one? Okay. Okay, here's a question for you then. Like, how many of the, like, the Videotrons or whatever they're called? How many of the videos in, like, audio Voxophones? books? Voxophones? Yeah, how many of the Voxophones in audio I got, like, 54 up? Voxophones, I think, and, like... That was somewhere around there as well. There's a total of 80. And about yeah. two dozen of the little videos? Yeah, because people were telling me, like, the videos are really what make the ending make more sense. Okay. I wasn't so much like, oh, man, I'm so confused. It was more just like, yeah, okay. Like, once you start getting into some of the stuff this game was already doing, which I get, I don't really want to get into even that. But, like, I don't know. Like, what, what's been released in the trailers and stuff? I guess it's not worth getting into. Um, The weird way that game treats reality and, like, whatnot, it was just like, yeah, okay. Like, that makes, that, that works out. That adds up, I guess. Like, I, I guess maybe a lot of people are saying, like, you need to play through it again to kind of see how well they planned for what happens in the end or something. Like, it all paves the way to where it goes. But I didn't do that. Um, I guess just, yeah, the minute-to-minute, like, gameplay of it. Did you use Vigors a lot, Sean? Yeah. Okay, I just used guns because I just didn't want to do that. It was mainly, like, throw up the crow. Okay. Then use guns. Okay, I was just possessing dudes, like, a lot. Oh, I never used the possess. Here's the thing. I couldn't figure out how to switch between vigors. Oh, really? I didn't know you could hold it down because it never said that. So I figured, oh, once I pick up the new one, I just use this until I find the ones I want. And then don't pick up vigors anymore. No, yeah, dude. Like, it it did not ever explain that. Like, I accidentally... Same with, like, you can... Apparently, you can, like, combine vigors. Oh. Yeah, didn't know that either. Didn't know that either, and I played yeah, through the whole game. Yeah, apparently you can, like, throw out the crows and then fire and make, like, fire crows or something. Wow. That would have been a thing to explain. Also, melee executions. No idea about that. I did know that, because at some point early it was like, hey, hold this button and this will happen, but I just didn't use melee very much anyway. So I was just shooting people. Because, like, the way the ammo works with, like, Elizabeth just throwing you ammo as you need it, I was just like, oh, sweet, I'll just use this this pistol I really like, the hand cannon. And she'll just keep giving me bullets for it until, like, we're done. So this is great. Um, With some exceptions, like, because of the achievements and stuff, I was still kind of going around to different weapons here and there. Yeah, that's what I did as well. Just because it's like, hey, you know, burst burst gun, do you want to kill three dudes with this? You'll get some some things. I guess the main thing, I was kind of surprised, like, with a game that's so combat heavy, and, like, I'm kind of getting tired of, like, the volume of violence and stuff and a lot of things. Like, this worked for me because of the way they were kind of setting up the situation for the most part i felt the opening bit i felt a little weird about killing people because i was like i don't i'm not even like why am i here what's going on like i just basically walked into this town and started a whole bunch of trouble um but after elizabeth teams up with you and everything you're kind of protecting her it was like all right well this is okay mainly there's a point where there's basically like a societal revolution thing happening and i thought that was great like, I got caught up in that. Like, I, probably my longest play session was, like, six hours. Like, I just kept going because it's, like, a pretty, like, it's a really well-paced campaign. You it know? is, yeah. Like, there's just always something new that you're just like, oh, well, I got to go over there. I'll stop as soon as I get there. And then you get there, and it's like, well, actually, you need to do this thing to get in here. And it's like, oh, well, I want to see that thing. So then it, it just keeps pulling you along for hours and hours. Um, Kind of maybe in a way, like, reminding me of, like, Uncharted in a way, like just high adventure stuff, like Uncharted 2 maybe, okay. a little bit, like just keeps the action going uh, I guess I didn't do a lot of the on rails, like jumping off and stuff, like Sean you were saying you were doing the high flying combat a lot or not I really. wasn't, I didn't do it a ton I, I did use it when I noticed it but mm-hmm. it was more kind of like I would go out of my way to do it Okay, I guess like a, even 
like I did like the general way just the combat flowed and stuff for the most part. Like every handyman fight I got a little annoyed with. Like I was just like, ugh, this thing is just not gonna lay off. Like it was like a hunter in Halo, but more annoying because it's more agile. Right. Yeah, so, I didn't like the handyman as well. I found the combat was nicely fast paced though. Yeah, like there's just some frantic, frantic stuff. Like it's, there's a few specific ones, but kind of who you're fighting and whatnot kind of reveals some stuff. So I'm not gonna really get into it, but I guess like the factory area I thought was cool. Like I got kind of into that stuff when you're doing all that stuff with the gun store. Okay. Like, again, whatever. Um, hopefully that's you know not not specific enough. Um. But I'm trying to think really, like, what other stuff to really highlight. Like, I haven't, like, now that I've just finished it today, I kind of want to go read, like, why a bunch of people are upset, what people who liked it like about it, and, like, the conversation. Go listen to all those spoiler casts? Like, yeah, because I have, like, I guess Giant Bomb, it ended up being a live stream, right? Like, there's no audio. Yeah, it's a video. It's like a two hour video. You actually get to see Vinny finishing the game while the rest of them are talking about the game. Yeah. Um, I guess I'd like to see their reactions. I have, like, Idle Thumbs discussion about it. Um, I listened to their one where they were just, like, three, four hours into the game, um, but okay. not, not the one where they actually get into the ending and how they felt about it, whatever, so I, I, yeah, I kind of just want to join the internet conversation about this game. You just want to catch up now that you actually are able to and not... Yeah, now that I have the relevant in the world. information to have opinions. Like, That's kind of why it kind of made it to the top of my pile of games. Yeah, yeah, I guess that brings up the question, too, like, how long is the buffer, really, for spoilers? Like, how long are you... Do you think people should wait before they start like saying major spoil events? Well, just like bluntly. Saying I would say it. like as long as it takes. Because like, I, I had a discussion with someone I think yesterday, and the, we boiled down to probably like if it's less than a month or mm-hmm. like after a month, any time if you hear anything about it online, it's probably your own fault. You heard it. Well, like you, it's been out for a month, so if you really, really, really wanted to know, like we're coming up on a month though, aren't we? Uh yeah no the three weeks I think okay like it was it was late March like it it sold se- like several hundred thousand copies in March I saw that report and we're approaching the end of April but yeah okay like I I don't know I was gonna say like three months six months but the internet does not wait for anybody so there's already been spoiler warnings and whatnot everywhere um so you're saying like when can you post something without having a warning on it yeah. Or when do you, when is that okay to happen? I'm gonna say maybe, I'm just gonna be like, three months, maybe? Just give, give, give a little time. Maybe people are saving it for after school. Like that, that's kinda what I was doing. So, you know, ease up a bit, summertime. But I don't know. I, like, for me, the story was really like, just the hook that kept me wanting to keep doing stuff. Like, just to see what's next. Um, the actual revelation at the end wasn't something that really, like, it recontextualized a lot of stuff. But, I don't know. Like, it wasn't the the thing. Like, the thing I really liked about it was just the action and the fast-paced nature of it and whatever. And, like, to some extent, some of the character art, like, the choices in it seem really weird. Like, just limited and not really telling you what you're, whether or not they're impacting anything. Like, there's only a handful over the course of the game. They don't. They don't impact anything. They just, they're just for kind of individual experience kind of thing. Yeah. They, no, there is no, like diverging paths in any of that game. Weird. Okay. So it's it's they've made a linear straightforward action game essentially, but with a yep. ton of flair and stuff. Like I will say like again, like I the I okay, no, I didn't say this here. This was on Pixel Response when I first played it, but I was playing the PC version and it looks really really nice. 
Um, just some great Unreal Three business happening there. Like I don't know. It, it was yeah. Pretty much everywhere I've heard is like play the PC version, 360 version is the worst of the three. I yeah. played the 360 version. I really like this game. Was there slowdown at all, or not? No, nothing comes to mind. Okay, maybe, but maybe like the same amount as a lot of games have. So I just don't notice it. Yeah, fair enough. Like I, I don't know. Like it, it was also just like wow, seeing like a slick new PC game. Like that was kind of neat to see. <laughs> But uh, that that was just aiding my individual experience. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I generally I quite liked it. I'm not sure whether or not like how to compare it to the first Bioshock. It's very different. Like it's a lot less open, and there's a lot less kind of just systems interacting and stuff, or the choice stuff with the sisters and the big daddies and all that. Like it's not like that at all. So I don't know how to really like. I will say I was like obsessively picking up everything, and I don't know why. Like I just get into this bad habit where I'm just hitting X, take all on like everything. Like I'm ki- like I just killed eight dudes, and I'm no- not so much concerned. Now about... you just run through that pile of corpses, hitting X, X, and X, then X, you have X, all your X, bullets X. back. And you're just like, what are you doing? Like you you don't need health anymore. It's like I don't care. I need I need all these dudes. I need to clear these dudes. It was just weird. Like I just found myself getting pulled into that. Even if there's other dudes coming, I will say like I there's a few things where they kind of make make the game a little easier to kind of make it more enjoyable to play that seemed, like, a little condescending. Like, if you fall off a Zeppelin, you just, like, immediately just, you're back. Like, it's just like, that didn't happen. Don't worry about it. Just keep fighting. And you're just like, well... That sounds like a good thing. Yeah, it's- no, that that's to prevent you from just getting annoyed with your, with their open world. I, yeah, you're in a sky city. Falling off seems like it could happen kind of often. It, it would, but, like, I mean, there's a whole death, like, way to come back anyway, and they don't even bother with that. You know, like it's not like, oh well, like Elizabeth saved you, or like you you went into that weird flashback area and came back or whatever. It's just like, no, just don't worry about it. Like it's like a super, you know, like in Prince of Persia 2008, how some people were complaining that your partner just saves you, like instantly. Yeah. Like it's just like, come on, I I you know I fell, I failed. Like why not? You know, like for me that felt like a way to expedite the load game. Continue. All right, let's go. You know, like. This seemed like that, but, like, even more so to the point where I just felt like the game was kind of talking down to me or something. It's like, oh, you screwed up, but don't worry about it. I don't know. I, but I like that. If it just kept it going. Yeah. The thing, in, the thing in Prince of Persia, though, was, like, you couldn't die at all, and this you can die. Can you? Well, I mean, like, you can ignore the revive, the, the revive and going back to the old areas and that. But. Yeah, like, much like the first Bioshock's, like, default, where you just end up in a fighter chamber, like, it was essentially that, where, like, all the damage you've dealt to everybody has, like, is still in place, so you just need to, like, find that handyman who's now at, like, Well, everyone gets health. a little bit more health back. They're not exactly... Oh, okay. And you lose a bit a of bit money. Like, th- there's a yeah. minor slap on the wrist or whatever, but it still seems, like, I don't know. I I was never that worried about any combat situation. Like, I was just, like, fighting all the guys. But it was still, like, at times I would still get kind of overwhelmed with how much was going on in a firefight. Like, there's dudes up top, and you're, like, ha- handling all sorts of situations. Like, there's a point where you're basically defending a thing right near the end, where it's just, like, Zeppelin's coming in and all this stuff. And that was really cool. But, um... I don't know. So yeah, the action in the game, I was quite impressed by. Uh, even though I guess it's like a linear, straightforward thing, like I, I, I guess it's still kind of worth looking at. It's, it's a cool bit of weird sci-fi business. Um, it's so, yeah. a really fun, like twelve hours. Yeah, fun twelve-hour game. Uh, looks really sharp. And yeah, I, so I, I had a good DLC. Time. You interested? I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, actually, yeah, I guess so. Like, maybe that's a thing. Well, yeah, yes, I am. Given how that. Cool. Yeah, 
I will stop saying things. John, you gotta get on the game. I know. Hopefully this week. Like, I'm still hoping there's, like, other great things this year. Like, like some people are like, oh, well, this is easy. Like, this is the game of the year right now. It's just like, well, Dude, I don't know. It's only April. I know. Like, I liked it. Like, I had a, I had a good time. It was a great we, adventure. Like, we already know we still have Last of Us to deal with. Yeah, that's just after E3 and stuff. Like, Beyond. Is that? Oh, yeah, that is this year, too. Beyond right. Two Souls. Like, I mean... There will be other games coming out. Don't worry. Yeah. Like, I, I am not ready to call it, like, at all. Like, I, I had a This is not time. the last time we're going to talk positively about a game this year on this podcast. For sure. Not like, even close. I will, like, I will say, like, I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it, despite kind of... Like, you know, like, the crazy, like, quake-level violence that was going on sometimes. Like, how much head-severing happened in this game? I was like, wow, this is ridiculous. Like, some Wait, did you legitimately I'm... think you weren't going to enjoy this game? Well, like, for a while I was, like, kind of apprehensive, like, at the hyperbolic way people were talking about it. You know? Like, it was just like, oh man, like, video game storytelling, this is it. And you're just like, I don't know, it's, it's fine. Oh, you're afraid of getting oversold on the game. Oversold, yeah. Like, it's just like, it's like... It was, like, reminding me of other stuff I've enjoyed quite a lot, like Half-Life 2 or something, like, that kind of adventure, but with a talking character. Um, probably literally because it's a sci-fi game where you're partnered with a female. I think it's just because his name's Booker, and that's just a great name. Yeah. Booker, yeah, Booker, there you go. Exactly. Forgot about that part. Booker DeWitt. Yeah. <laughs> DeWitt doesn't really matter. Just, you know, let's just focus on Booker. Let's just fo- focus on Booker. I was, yeah. like, like, just with the hitting X on everything, though, like, it did make me have to stop and think how ridiculous Booker DeWitt is sometimes, though, because, like, it's just, like, I'm eating, like, eight cotton candies and, like, going through Yeah, you're the just garbage. running through a room, grabbing everything you can and consuming it. Yeah, like, at some point, like, especially early in the game when everything's just, like, normal business, you're just, like, going to someone's store and then just eating everything. It just seemed like this is the weirdest social situation right now. Yeah, if you but... excuse me, I'm gonna search through your garbage can now. Oh, sweet, a banana. Oh, and three silver eagles. Awesome. Yeah, I guess exactly. <laughs> the economy of the game kind of like, I don't know, it felt like, do you want guns or do you want vigors at some point? I was just like, well, I want guns. So I just went down that path upgrading those instead. See, it's really easy for me, because when you think that you don't have access to any other vigors, you just power up the two that you have, and okay. then you're done. Right. Yeah, I guess it is really weird how they underexplain the vigor stuff, especially with like how many there are and whatnot. Like, I don't know, I, like, I knew you could switch them, but I was still just like, well, this one makes me have an ally for, like, at least a few seconds, and distracts everybody, so... I primarily out. stuck with crows and the, the absorbing shield one. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but we've probably talked enough, we don't want to get too spoilery. Yeah, it, it, yeah, and, and I, I guess I shared some thoughts of, like, the weird turn in the game like there's a point where it's like you open the game and you're just kind of walking along and nothing violent has happened when it suddenly decides to go full tilt violent i was really weirded out by that initially but i don't know i talked about that on pixel response we don't need to get into it again but it was good it was it's good it's a good video game i, I think you should yeah john you should probably check it out especially I'm since trying. you have it you yeah hopefully, it, right? hopefully this week it's sitting on top of my 360 along with the game i played this week which is injustice gods among us Fighting games. Fighting games. So it's made by the creators of Mortal Kombat and Realm Studios. Uh-huh. It plays a lot like the Mortal Kombat reboot that came out a couple years ago, but it's got a lot of... I like Batman, The Dark Knight, Will I Like Injustice. The comic? The movie? I like oh. the Batman comic. Well, I Christopher like Nolan is cool. Uh... Do you li- uh, this is not exactly Christopher Nolan territory. I yeah. Oh, man. 
Well, okay, you you play Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah. Did you like the, how they did the story in that? Yes. Good, because that's pretty much how the story is in this one. No, I'm pretty sure I'll be into this because I do read the, all the comics. Not yeah. all the comics. I read comics. Like uh, transitions from cutscenes to fighting. Yeah. Okay. The the story. Oh, do they still do that. Yeah. Cool. Like it, it'll be obvious when you know you're about to get a fight because like suddenly like it'll be like super CG rendered and suddenly you'll just be like, oh, there's the actual models talking, but sure. there's there's no actual gap in between. Like they're talking and then suddenly camera switches and you're like, okay, it looks like I should yeah, probably you're not pick getting up the like a splash page of like Batman punching someone with a loading thing in the corner. Yeah, so no, how? nothing like that. Okay. Which if is they good. just went super cheesy, like here's Adam like West. a 1970s comic strip that you can read. Pow, mm-hmm. Biff, Zoom. Yeah, no, nothing like that. There okay. is a tie-in comic book you can buy though. There's, it's been going on for months. Is it? I hear it's actually decent. The storyline so far has been kind of cool, and I don't want to give anything away. So yeah, don't do that. Like, because this... I, I, I heard the storyline's not as long as the Mortal Kombat reboots was, but it's still like just as good. Hmm. So if you like that, you'll like this. If you didn't like that. Then you probably won't like this unless like the your like of superheroes wins out. Okay. Yeah. So I was gonna ask like, who is this for? Is it a Mortal Kombat fan or is it a Justice League fan? Um, I'd akin it more to either a fighting game fan or a superhero fan. Okay. What? That. So I or... just asked that. If yeah. you had to pick one of those. No, well, say, fighting it, game. It applies to both. Is what I'm Mortal saying. Combat, okay. Saying? So there's okay. no like. You know, if you hate comic books, but you like Mortal Kombat, this is your thing? Yeah. that That's a little, like, you'll like it, but you'll be like, I don't have any investment to these characters because I don't know anything about them. How or... many characters are in it? 24, and they're supposed to be DLC characters. That's that's a good, okay, that's that's more than I thought. The only character that's, I've heard confirmed Nathan, that's for... probably more DC characters than you can name. Easily. Yeah, like, half these characters I don't recognize. No, I guarantee that is the case. The majority yeah, of them are villains, go. but yeah. Um, okay. who do you play as? Uh, so far I've been really enjoying playing as Harley Quinn. Okay. Cool. Uh, Batman's also good. Joker's interesting. I'm, like, flicking through the roster right now. Catwoman was pretty fun. Uh, I'm glad to hear that Catwoman is fun. Yep. Hawkgirl's... Hawkgirl and Raven I didn't quite like. Raven's in this game? I like Raven. Yeah, that's just Ra- I like Raven and Titans. Cyborg are in it. And, and, and apparently they're both the same voice actors, but Raven sounds really weird compared to Teen Titans, but Cyborg is the same guy, you can tell. Well, I'm assuming she's not a teen in this anymore, because she's not a teen in the comics anymore. No, like, she's got, like, voice distortion, though, which is what throws it off for me. Okay. Uh, I didn't like Nightwing at all. Hmm, okay. But Green Arrow was fun, uh, Shazam was kind of cool, Aquaman, surprisingly good. Great. Uh, I haven't played. I haven't played too much with any of the bad guys, really. Lex Luthor seemed all right. Catwoman, Deathstroke. Is Lex have... Luthor in some weird robot thing again? Or yep. Okay. Of course, like he's gonna get his ass kicked if he's fighting any other way. I know. I know. I guess just think back to Marvel, like Mortal Kombat versus DCU, like that was the case. So like it, it's weird though. Like I don't recognize half the half the villains. I list off the villains in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joker, Harley, Solomon Grundy. Lex oh, Ca- see, Joker's this guy from Batman. Thank you, thank uh, you. I was, like, I was curious really about him. Crazy, yeah. Uh, uh, more to comic about him. Yeah. Lex cool. Catwoman, Deathstroke. Okay. Uh, Ares. What? Killer Frost. Yeah, Ares, Ares is from Wonder is Wonder Woman. Figured as much. Killer Frost. I thought you were gonna say Killer Croc, and then you said Killer Frost, and I had no idea what you were saying. Yeah, she kind of looks like Emma Frost in a way too, except for like looks like a blood elf. So she's in a bikini. Kinda, yeah. All right. And you said she's like Sub-Zero, so I'm definitely on board. Uh, Doomsday. 
Okay. Okay. Sure. Ba- yeah, Bane. Yeah. Black Adam and Sinestro. Hmm. So, so, so really, Ares and Killer Frost are the only two I've never heard of. I don't know Black Adam, but Black, Black Adam. As soon as you see him, you know who he is because he's basically an evil Shazam. Yeah, that's still not ringing bells. Yeah, no. Like if you literally look at him, he is he is evil Shazam. Okay. Okay. And obviously, Sinestro is Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I know him. And yeah, there's like a lot of Batman characters. Of course, cause... I know Sinestro. I loved that Green Lantern movie. Yeah, Mark Strong. Oh yeah, woo. I like yeah, like five, five of the characters, well, five of the is, villains are wait, from Batman. Is Sinestro a Yellow Lantern in this one? Yes. Okay. Interesting choice. And oh, I don't want to give that away. Never mind. Okay. But yeah, like five, five villains so wait, from Batman. Superman's in there, right? Yeah, of course. No, well, I, I just, I just listed the bad guys. Just, right. Okay. Do you want me to list the good guys since we're no, here? No, that's fine. It's not a big deal. But yeah, like there's there's two good guys from Batman and there's five bad guys from Batman. So like a lot of the roster, seven seven out of twenty four is Batman characters. Well, mm-hmm. that's the thing with DC is Batman has the gr- greatest rogues gallery of like almost any. I guess that's actually, it's almost any comic. Okay, character. here's a question: What? Who is Deathstroke's villain? Is that just the Titans or what? Deathstroke is a bad guy. He's a villain. Yeah, no. Who whose villain is he? Oh, he. Kind of like everyone. Um, from what I understand, he was a bit of Nightwing for a while, but now he's not. Okay. Because I remember him from Teen Titans, but that was when they called him Slade. Right, because they couldn't actually name him Deathstroke on the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, so he's kind of like an everyone kind of thing for a bit. But I think he was a bit Nightwing, but only like t- tangentially. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, and Solomon Grundy's considered Batman, right? Yep, that's Batman. Yeah, okay. Well, he that's... was in Arkham City, right? Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just asking. So yeah, but that's the thing is, Batman has the best rogues gallery out of almost any comic book character. So yeah, it's it's like the Justice League versus a bunch of Batman guys and some other random people. Hmm. D- does it play at all like Mortal Kombat or is it? A bit... Uh, yeah, it plays like a faster Mortal Kombat. Okay. Um, it plays Killer Instinct style, which means you have two health meters to start the fight, mm-hmm. and when you get knocked down, one like you start the next half. Okay. Like there's there's only one fight, but you have two health meters for that one fight. Okay. Oh, okay. I guess Jeff Gershman was making a big deal about hold back to block, like that. Yeah, this like, is the dude, first Mortal Kombat. Everything. Yeah, this is the first Mortal Kombat game that does not have a dedicated block button. Okay. Does that change everything? Like, I don't play fighting. No, games it it doesn't enough. actually. It just makes it like all the other fighting games. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think Jeff is pretty pretty just joking. Maybe, but dude also loves like that franchise and Ed Boon game. Keep yeah, that. keep in mind like that franchise has been around since like what ninety two, and this is the first time a game from that studio. Is has not. a dedicated block but or has a not has no dedicated block button. Right. Okay. So that's a that's a big thing. Huh. In a way. Okay. I'm excited to play it. My copy is uh is waiting. Yeah. No, I if you like fighting games at all, I highly recommend it. Uh it's really good. Story mode, I'm only I'm at chapter four. I think it says I'm twenty six percent through the story. Mm-hmm. Enjoying it so far. Like it works the same way. They give you a character and then you play like four or five matches, but the story's going along while you focus on that character. And they also have, like, cool. basically a challenge tower and all that stuff, right? Yeah, oh god, the challenge tower is kind of ridiculous this time around. Okay. So in, in It was in ridiculous Mor- last time around. It's even more ridiculous. Okay, so in the original, in Mortal Kombat, they had a challenge tower, which was 300 challenges, and you, like, you just beat it, and then you just move on to the next one. But they would keep you in specific characters at the beginning, so you'd, like, do 10 challenges as this character, and then move on. Same thing here, you do 10 challenges of one character, but there are three stars you can earn per mission. And you get 10 per character, so there's 240 missions. Mm-hmm. Are you the, talking mission or challenge? Challenge mode. Challenge, mission, every, same thing. Okay. 
So yeah, there are three stars you can earn in each challenge. So, so like, like, it, it, like you half-assed the challenge or you perfected the challenge? Kind of, yeah. Like The, the okay. first star is basically just beat the challenge. Second star is probably something like uh, don't use a super move. Okay. Third challenge is like get a five hit combo, then finish the match. So your your goal is three starring everything because you're insane. Well, it's also because you the more stars you earn, the more missions you unlock. I'm so, just talking like you specifically. Me specifically, also. I I I know for a fact I will not three star everything. I will just state that right now. But I are will you, are I will probably it? try. I I've I've already done it with Superman. I'm missing okay. I'm missing one star out of. 30 for Superman. Well, of course you do with Superman. Nothing can kill Superman. He's the, he's the best. Superman's also the first set of missions that you have unlocked. Yeah. So, Superman. I think I think right now I have Superman, Batman, Catwoman, and I'm about to unlock Green Lantern's missions. A lot. They have like a bunch of weird minigames in there too. Apparently there's one where you're just playing as Catwoman's cat. Okay. And you have to like just sneak through, avoid guards and dodge lasers. And one of the one of the stars is meow twenty five times because there's a dedicated meow button. Great. So. Well, I'm glad it's weird. Yeah, which I think makes it adds to the appeal. And I'm so ex- like it. So I guess this is kind. Of, if you liked Mortal Kombat versus DC, this is a this, this right? is a much better Mortal Kombat versus DC. It even has okay. like the stage transition. Like, do you remember in Mortal Kombat DC where they would like knock someone through a wall and yeah, do damage? Yeah. That's in this game too. Okay. But it's literally like, oh, you do like, you type in this input at this specific spot and the input's like hold back and tap A. Sure. So Nathan, this sounds perfect for you. Mm. Like I did buy MK vs. DCU and... And then okay. you bought Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah, I did. So, so this, this, this is, you got this. I guess. I really have just not been paying attention to this at all. So, interesting. You love Batman. I do. I, yeah, Batman's, yeah, I like Batman. I, I, yeah, okay. I maybe love, maybe I love Batman. <laughs> I don't know. He's he's pretty great. I think everyone loves Batman. Yeah, I know. Yeah, pretty much. Cool I think guy. there's a little bit of Batman in all of I, us. I only have one... I know one person who does not like Batman. That's because they prefer Iron Man. Huh. Okay. Well, I, it's yeah. not like it's one or the other. Yeah, it's like, like I also like out. Iron Man. Yeah, okay. but no, she likes Iron Man a lot more than Batman. She doesn't like Batman, but she likes Iron Man. Oh, okay. There's okay. a sequel in a couple weeks. Ben Kingsley's... It's but, true. Going, going to see that. <laughs> yeah. Movies. Movie do yeah. diversion. Uh, okay, so fight superheroes fighting stuff. Yep, good game. I've also been playing Crimson Shroud. What? What is that? What? 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 This is a, a 3DS game, uh, 3DS shop. This was part of that Guildo One series that came out a while ago. Uh, Suda Fifty One worked on one oh, game was Liberation I... Maiden. Right. Okay. Uh, this is the second one, Crimson Shroud. This is the one by Level Five. Okay. Is this the one getting a spinoff? Uh, no, that is actually the Suda Fifty One one. Okay. So Liberation Maiden is the one that's getting the spinoff. Okay, because I did see a, a headline this week saying, hey, one of these Guild 51 or whatever. Guild 01. Guild, Guild 01 games is getting a spinoff, and I was like, I... Yeah. The spinoff is a text adventure game. Japan only. Wow. So, okay. Yeah, I know. And the original, wasn't that like a mech fight? Uh, yeah, it was, like a, it was like a shooter. So that's totally cool, but... Okay. Alright, so what's Crimson Shroud? Crimson Shroud is a... It's weird to explain. It is an RPG done in the style of a tabletop RPG. So, like, you've got these little figures you move around in, like, these little areas. Mm-hmm. But all your attacks and everything are decided by dice rolls. Okay. So, like, you just, you pick all these different stats and everything, and you 
uh, you whatever equipment you're wearing also dictates what specials you have. And then you go into like a standard turn-based combat, and then you choose what moves you move. And the more moves you use per turn, like you can use like a skill, you can use an attack, you can use an item all in your turn. But the more of those things you do, the longer it'll take for that character to come back and get another turn. Okay. So it's it's just an interesting little like take on a Japanese RPG with like little figurines. Like, this all... is on 3DS eShop, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I haven't gotten too far into it, but yeah, like the dice mechanic is it's rolling a dice, so it's randomish. And you're but... saying like literally a dice on a table? Yeah, no, literally like it'll tell okay. you like uh, oh, you po- mean a die on a table, right? Yeah. Or well, there's two. like a bunch of dice, so okay, okay. That's why I say plural dice. Plural dice. I, I was just like, you know, like, people would say in RPGs, like, you shoot something, it's all determined by dice rolls, but you don't necessarily see it, but you're saying... The, yeah, this this is literally you seeing the dice simulating rolls. Simulating a table t- experience, yeah, okay. Yeah, huh. this is a, yeah, this is essentially a tabletop RPG as a video game. Okay, is it, like, is there a cool story or anything? Or are you uh, I haven't gotten, like, I'm not far enough to get invested into the story, but, it, like, it if you like JRPG style, it seems like it'll be okay. Okay. Cool. I like level 5. Yeah. It's it's a very non level five game for what we're used to, which is mostly Layton and like stuff like that. I was gonna say Nino Kuni, but that's not them. Yeah, it is. This is it? Is. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I thought that was, yeah. No, you're right. Namco Bandai in level five. Never mind. But they also did a like Dark Cloud. Oh yeah. Wait, that was level five? Wasn't it? I'm pretty sure you're right. No, yeah, but... no, I think you're right because they yeah. did they did that and then they did uh, what's that game? That White Knight Chronicles. Night. Oh god, that too. But they did a specific series where they had like a ton of combining, and I can't remember what it was. No, I guess they also did Dragon Quest Eight. Hmm. Yeah, never mind. They've done a lot of stuff. But yeah, that's all I played this week. Level five, don't mess around. Apparently. They're not all about matchsticks. <laughs> I have twelve matchsticks. Solve make, this, make and then it I get into a dog. Uh... Hey, don't talk shit about those games. I like Layton, but just uh, matchsticks. You like Layton, you say? Well, speaking of Professor Layton. Coming Take, it Take it away! Yeah. Uh, Professor Layton and the Azran Legacy. Basically, dude, Nintendo Direct keeps dropping tons of news, so... Yeah, this Sean... was a fantastic Nintendo Direct. Okay, you you, watch, you watched it, or...? I didn't, I just, the, like, caught really up on all early, the news. Yeah. I just watched all the news, like, after it ended. I saw a bunch of tweets coming out of it, but yeah, okay, so there's a new Professor Layton on the way, whatnot, but... Here's the weird thing, though. Okay. It's coming out next year. Yeah, okay. That means no Layton this year. When, when did oh. uh, Miracle Mask or whatever? When, when was that? That was last year. Last year. Oh, it was late last. Okay. Yeah, this is the first year we're not getting a Layton. Yeah, like an la- annual. The last five years we've had a Layton every year. Oh no! So and whenever... now this year we're not. What am I going to do at Christmas time? So this this is literally the next one that's supposed to come after Miracle Mask, right? They didn't just be like, oh yeah, we're not telling you about this year's Layton. No, this is the next one. Yeah, this one's like almost out in Japan or something like that. Mm. There's Jeez. a window for Puzzle Agent Three. Get in there. Oh, well. It's not going to happen. I'm just joking around. See, because they're not. similar. Get it? Yes. Yeah. I, I see what you did there. Yeah, there's like yep. puzzles in it and stuff. Nelson Tether, You know great. what? Blue anyway. Toad Murder Files. Bring it back. <laughs> oh, you love that game so much. That was that was the time. That was the thing that happened. Those are great. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Like, why did... Was it a multiplayer thing or no? We would just gather no, around. No, we just sat TV. around and played a whole bunch of... Like, the whole thing. These... Yeah, these episodes that would come out with mysteries. Right. Okay, anyways, yeah, so that's coming out in North America 2014. Um, I can't wait, I guess. Okay. Big news. This is probably the thing. Mm-hmm. New Zelda game announced for the 3DS. 
It's set in the universe of Link to the Past. Yeah. Which I think that's insane. Like, that's kind of a weird idea, or like... So, the full naming convention, in Japanese it's called Link to the Past 2. Mm-hmm. But every time they mention it in the Nintendo Direct stuff and whatnot, it's always set in the world of Link to the Past. So they're distancing so it, could... it a little bit more than that that name. But just for the English, so, you know, it'll probably be Link to the Past 2 here, but... Anyway, I, it'll probably have they're not subtitle. saying that for some like, reason. Yeah, usually, why why suddenly continue Link to the Past? Like the Legend of Zelda colon something relating to time travel will be the thing or something, you know? Probably well, they didn't they didn't really show anything. I don't know because everyone anything. likes Link to the Past, so everyone's so they're like, let's do it again. I guess yeah, so many people have been asking for like the new Majora's Mask, so well, like, or the remake of Majora's so Mask. So many people or weird people that you know. Cause it, like, fe- it feels like so many people like there's there are websites dedicated to trying to get that to I happen. I feel like the only people I talk to about games are weird people that I know. Right. Too. I guess so. But like I to the point where like yeah, I don't have a sense of the public perception of what is the Zelda games like, people want. Have you heard of Operation Moonfall? Yeah. Yeah, so like thirty seven thousand people like that on Facebook. So there are a couple people out there who want Majora's mask on the three DS. Oh, okay. So that H D remake or something. I yeah, that would be anything that was a good game but okay link to the past like i don't know like i i think we had this conversation on retro kill screen about like it just not being one of the zelda games that really mattered to me but that's not true of a lot of people people really like it um some were like it's a 3d game it is not pixel art yeah they're doing polygonal which that was kind of annoying people for some reason i guess because they're pretty you know attached to the look of link to the past like, I, I don't know. Uh, having just played Skyward Sword, though, like, that game pretty overtly makes connections to Ocarina, you know, like, at the end, which is yeah. like, hey, setting the stage. Like, they've been kind of going to, like, flesh out the Zelda timeline and tie things to other things you like for a while, so, I don't know. This this kind of makes sense. But, yeah. It, lo- it looks like it's probably going to... Pl- uh... Top down, like it's like a really yeah top down thing. So it looks a lot like the DS ones. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anyone playing it, and there are there is gameplay footage, so I don't know if it's all like stylus based again yeah. or not. Yeah, I uh, I doubt it. Enough they would people want the don't 3D up to like top, that, right? Yeah, yeah. Like John, you, were saying, you, that you didn't like the stick. control scheme in Phantom Hourglass at all. So no, I just something about it I didn't like. Yeah, I just felt it was more precise when you had proper button control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Which I'm assuming they will do that now that you do have that analog stick. So, right. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. So that's coming out. Uh, I think they're eight, as they said holiday 2013, but that just seems really fast. It kind of does. Like, however, you know, it was playable already. Mm-hmm. So, really, like, maybe. I mean, like, people are all excited about this Nintendo Direct. It seemed really 3DS heavy. Like, as a well, Wii U they, guy, even, they even stated, yeah, this is a 3DS. One. Nintendo. Okay. Because like, I was like, oh, Wii U, and I was like, no, there's like, dude, like, Pikmin is coming. See, out. this means one of two things: either that uh, we're going to get a new one, like a, 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 a Nintendo Direct just on the Wii U uh, soon enough, or they're waiting for E3. Yeah. Probably E3, I would assume. Like, the, I mean, okay. I'll, I'll sit tight. See, I don't know, because keep in mind, last year, that's they had a Nintendo Direct, like, the day before E3. To kind of get a... They did, know, that's head, true, yeah. You know, what, what would you call that? A leg up? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, so next piece of news... I don't know what this is. I'm assuming John knows what this is. Bravely Default Flying Fairy is coming to the States next year. Yeah, that's apparently a Square Enix RPG for the D or 3DS or DS. I forget which system. 
But apparently it's, 3DS, it's like cuz they don't you know you don't make DS games anymore. It's very popular from what I keep hearing though. Like in Japan it's probably a best selling it's one of Squeenix's like best RPGs in a long time. So. so a lot of Western fans were like, are we ever going to get this? And apparently now we finally are, and Nintendo, of all companies, is publishing it. Well, it's got kind of a silly subtitle, so I'm up for that. Yeah, that's that's a Japanese name as well, if memory serves me. Great. Bravely Default? That's just a weird pairing. Yeah, Bravely Default is the series, and the subtitle is Flying Fairy. Okay. So that's coming out next year. They also mentioned that Oracle of Ages and Seasons is coming to... Uh, yeah, the article even says... The Scrabble console on the 30th? Yeah, describe some players as a spiritual successor to Final Fantasy The Four Heroes of Light and a throwback to classic Final Fantasies. It's oh, a critical right, success. Default. Yeah, okay. it's a critical success in Japan, and fans have been asking Square Enix for a U.S. release for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, the Oracle games, I, I those were pretty great Game Boy Color Yeah, games. I really like the Oracle games, so both of those coming out May 30th. And they, they tied together with, like, codes and stuff. Yeah, there was a password you got when you beat the game. I right. thought it was just cool that you could. they came out both on the same date, and they were both, like, significantly different. Yeah, it's like we got our own sets of dungeons in each of them. This one's all about changing yeah. weather. This one's all about time travel. I Both got sets, confused. Sets in of dungeons and even like weapons were different in some of them too. Right. I swear there was even more than just there was a code at the end. I swear there's like weird little stuff, like little bonus things throughout. Uh, the you got like extra know. rings or something. You got like an extra item starting off in whichever game if you used passcode. Right. Because you got you got something from the previous game. Mm-hmm. But if you transferred from one game to the other, you got the true ending at the end of that game. Right. By combining both, I think, like, probably Ganon shows up or something. It's something like that, yeah. Yeah. But those are I think cool. those are probably my favorite, like, portable Zeldas or... Like, side-scrolling kind of Zelda. Top-down. Top-down. Like, yeah, I'm I guess curious if they're going to, like, just do the passcode thing or if they're going to try to tie them together somehow. Like, make that an easier thing to do? Yeah. Than, like, write down this, like, 20-digit code. It's, like, sweet. Yeah, we'll be like, in. press press this button and we'll just transfer your save over or we'll something. We'll copy this into your code book or something. I don't know. Probably not. But Never either know. way, good games. Um, uh, they also mentioned Donkey Kong Country Returns 3DS. It's coming up May 24th. Yeah, they announced dates for some stuff. Yeah, um, that was just a date one. That's uh, weird because they already had that date announced a while ago. I remember hearing that one. 24th? Did they have that date announced? They announced it like a month ago. Oh, well, I okay. guess maybe well, just kind of... You know, have it as part they, of the they didn't do it in a Nintendo Direct. I think they just did it on the side, so maybe that's why. Maybe put put some spotlight on it. Uh, they also showed up off a little bit about the Luigi DLC coming to New Super Mario Bros. U, titled New Super Luigi U. Oh, mm-hmm. that'll okay. be out this summer. Okay. Apparently, it's actually like a remix of every single stage in that game. Yeah. Make it Luigi. So that seems like pretty substantial. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the you're only gonna have a hundred seconds to do each stage, so they're gonna be more concentrated and shorter. So, you know, all the platforming is a lot tighter together and stuff. Jeez. Okay. Uh, and Luigi, as they pointed out, plays differently. He is slippery and jumps higher. He plays Float. like his old self, I guess. Yeah, floaty jumps. I yeah. I w- I did actually play a little bit, like two three levels of New Super Mario Brothers U this week, uh, just to get try out that co-op again. It's really frustrating. Mm-hmm. It's, really, it's really hard. Um, yeah, we're currently doing a Let's Play of it on Runaway Guys, and... That's probably a good idea, because there would just be total chaos and cursing and... Flipping. Pretty much. I'm going around killing people in it, so... Yeah. Okay. That sounds about right. I'm instigating. Earthbound is coming to North America. We use Virtual Console in 2013. That's crazy! Because well, apparently that game had like a million legal issues, which is why it wasn't on Virtual Console before. Okay. I just know this has been a like most demanded thing for like a decade or something. Like, just yep. like, put it on the internet, dude. Come on, let's have it. 
I guess I can finally play Earthbound now. Like I, remember, I, I was a Nintendo Power subscriber in like '03 or something, and there were people like, "Come on, port it to the GBA, man! Come on!" Do well, they did, and that's the problem. We never got it over here. Yeah, so like people were clamoring for that, never happened, and hey, 2013. It's finally here. Now people are going to start clamoring for uh, Earth Mother 3 to come over, which is the sequel. Yeah. Like, wait, legal issues? So, like, do they make copyrighted jokes or something? There's, like, oh, i got to remember this correctly. There's a list of things that they do, but basically there's, like, references to a lot of pop culture, and there's, like, some of the songs are similar to, like, Beatles songs or stuff like that. So there's, like, a lot of of cases where they could get in trouble legally. Okay. That they didn't have to deal with at the time for some reason. I don't know why. So will this be, like, a pure port of it? Or will this be kind of like Yakuza 3? Supposedly, according to, like, some other articles I read today, even, they said, no, it should be the same. Okay. If they change something, it might be very slight. Okay. Well, like, I don't know why. It's just the most recent example. Like, they have, like, the Yakuza 3 thing where they're like, wow, this won't make sense outside Japan, so we're just going to cut this huge No, it was nothing like that. Like, any censoring Nintendo did was like, oh, there's a bunch of crosses here. Let's take that out. Oh, these guys look like the Ku Klux Klan. Let's turn them blue. (laughs) This is a weird-sounding game. I never did play it. It is. It is a pretty good RPG. I liked it a lot. But, like, I also, I liked Chrono Trigger better, really. Okay. So that if I'm if I'm gonna pick like SNES RPG, like but but Earthbound was unique because it it's really weird. Like it's a modern day game with a, like a lot of goofy sensibilities. Aliens. Yeah. Okay. Aliens, time travel, um, psychedelic drugs, going inside your own mind. Like the game is nuts, but like a cool kind of nuts. Like Psychonauts nuts. Yeah, in that kind of way, but like as an RPG. Okay. I don't. People have been saying crazy things for a while, so I should probably check it out. Yeah, all right, I'll check that out. That sounds great. Wii U, awesome. Uh, Mario and Donkey Kong Minis on the Move is out May 11th. I'm excited for this, actually. Uh, well, I go to Japan the next day, so that'll be great for my trip. Let's load that up on my 3DS. Uh, we also got a Wii U Virtual Console update. It's coming next week, I guess. Okay. Uh, that's gonna add gamepad support, so you'll be able to play your virtual console games just on the pad. Wait, they weren't? They didn't have that already? I guess not. Weird. Oh, for virtual. Okay. Wait. So I feel like they should have already had that. So you're saying like but... for Wii games? No, Wii U. Wii U. Well, I know, but on the Wii U, the virtual console in the Wii emulator, or what? Are, what are we? No, in the in the Wii U virtual console. Oh. Okay, so never mind. So like this Earthbound game, yeah. I got you. Never mind. Yeah. Sorry, I was like, because I was Yoshi's I was... Island. Okay, never mind. Yes, Woo! there's a new Yoshi's Island. I can't believe that got announced. I'm, that's great. I'm that excited. Mean, I'm. Super does that mean excited. there's two Yoshi games right now? Because they have Epic Yoshi. Epic Yoshi. Uh, yeah, the Epic Yarn equivalent of Yoshi. Is and that called? Is that called Epic Yoshi? They haven't given it a name yet. Okay, I wasn't sure. I just said it's the same Epic team. Nikki. But okay, Yoshi's Island. It's like so, the sequel to that N64 game that was like two hours long. No, 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 the no. The DS no. game, the yeah. SNES game. Oh, the, SNES. oh, okay. Like, like Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, and then Yoshi's Island DS. Yeah, like yeah. that series. What was that Yoshi Story, dude? I was thinking Yoshi Story. Remember that game? Yeah, no, I like Yoshi's Island much better. I don't think yeah. I played Yoshi Story. It's like a really short, weird Nintendo platform that came out where you play as Yoshis. But, yeah, it, it was really not much. There's shot guys oh. in it. Anyway, yeah, I got I confused. think I made, maybe I did play that. Okay. 
The 2D art. Uh, they also one, announced or? a Mario whoa, whoa, Party. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is it 2D or 3D? 2D. Okay. Like it's side scrolling. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, like, I don't think sprites. there's been a 3D Yoshi game unless you count like Super Mario Sunshine or that story, dude. Or like Mario 64 DS. Right. Okay. Anyway, Mario Party's coming out. Super Mario Galaxy 2. Super Mario Galaxy 2. It's got Yoshi in it. He's 3D. That too. Yeah. All right, Mario Party coming to the 3DS this winter. Get hype. I, I'd i be hype if they announced if it has online multiplayer. I still would not care. Okay. I'd feel weird playing a single-player Mario Wait, Party. Go play go play Mario Party on the DS. That's why I said I'd feel weird. Okay. But you probably own it. No, actually. Oh, wow, there you go. John doesn't own every game. I actually, I'm going to double-check that, but I'm very sure I don't own it. That seems like something you would have bought. It seems like it, too, which is why I have to double-check it. All right. And the last thing... Oh, I guess there was a couple other things, like Pikmin that can fly are in Pikmin 3. Yeah, this okay. is the, the new Pikmin in the game. And no, I do not own it. And there also, that's August 4th, is it? I think? Uh, Yeah, I got a date in the summer. What? Okay. Was that's all like, I remember. I don't remember the actual date. Just, like, your summary of it has no Wii U news. Like, I thought there was something, but... I don't think there was that much more Wii U news besides Luigi U and, uh... Like, the, the virtual console like, virtual console, console stuff. stuff. Oh, okay. Anyway, Mario and Luigi Dream Team comes out August 11th. Um, that looks cool. You have it marked off as this year's PAX game. Is that just the game you're going to play on the way to PAX? Or? I just feel like that's the closest, like, Nintendo game to PAX, whereas last year's was New Super Mario Bros. 2. Two. Yeah, good point. So... I don't like. I don't know of another of another Nintendo like big Nintendo game coming out after that before PAX. So this is the one everyone will be playing. There you Good go. Good times. I had to add the one kind of downbeat story in the list. You and the downbeat stories all but the time. It jumped out at me just because like I was like, oh dude, I liked L.A. Noir. Like we had a whole episode about it. Um, there were some major layoffs there, and their game, which is weirdly, it's titled Horror of the Orient. It was about how crazy and corrupt Shanghai was, um, has been postponed. Like, it's put on hold. Wait, um, I'm a little surprised. I thought Team Bondi, like, was very, like, shrunk down as it was after the whole issue with L.A. Noir. I know. Like, a, a lot of bad stories came out after L.A. Noir came out about just, like, weird mismanagement and, like, working staff to, the, like, just horribly and, like, publishing issues with Rockstar and stuff. Like, their, their relationship after that game just dissolved. Warner Bros. didn't enter into a publishing deal with them, apparently, like, that was going to happen. So they just kind of were left adrift without a publisher for a bit, and that's starting to have an impact on their bottom line, or whatever seems to be the thing. That's, like, a rough summary, I, I don't know. But, yeah, I was, I kind of thought they might not have even existed, like, after how bad some of that talk was. I was just like, oh. Yeah, no. like, I've never heard of this game. Yeah, like, I just didn't really pay attention to Team Bondi after that, because it seemed... Like, the cool things they did would then maybe happen somewhere else, but that team had just broken apart. But I guess so there was the still new, a The news story here is major layoffs at the... Yeah, major layoffs, and their project is now paused, at the very least, and maybe in jeopardy. So, Do you have any idea, like, what this game is? Like, uh, They were mainly just talking about... Shooter? No, not really. They were mainly just talking about the city and, like, the time they were trying to... Like, Shanghai is the city that's kind of been exploited by a bunch of international powers and stuff, and they were going to kind of get into some seedy crime underbelly stuff, but I'm not sure in what kind of genre, really. Like, not a lot really had come out about it, but it may never exist now, I don't know. But, hey, 
don't worry about that because there's a bunch of new cool stuff coming out. So we'll move past this this business. Um, Skyrim. Actually, no. I guess this is kind of sad to Skyrim addicts. Not but... really. Like Skyrim got a bunch of DLC. They got Dawnguard and whatever. Wasn't there two DLCs or was there it was just Dawnguard? The Dragonborn isn't that a, its own? There was a well-regarded one. Like the Vampire one got kind of middling reviews after all was said and done. Uh, yeah, there was, that was one where that you was have a house. Um, but I think there was one just called Dragonborn that was people were pretty happy about. It. I haven't played it yet. Um, but I guess yeah. Bethesda's moving on to uh, work on something. I'm gonna say it's probably yeah, no, whatever. There was like Everyone a super short teaser video put out mm-hmm. this week as well on like Vine, wasn't it? It was like oh. a shot of like a roulette wheel and some other things. People were assuming it meant Fallout. People, yeah, uh, that was Evil Within. That was Evil Within. I uh, they were yeah. I'd, well, at least according to the news summaries I was reading, like people were like, oh, this is what those Vine things were, and there was a live action trailer for Evil Within, which I saw parts of. Okay, um, I'm at the screenshots now. You have linked in the article. Yeah, I have some screenshots. Uh, it's the new Shinji Mikami game. Um, I guess this was the other uh, Bethesda news. Uh, they're publishing that survival horror. Um, the screenshots just you know grungy, rusty, bloody, weird stuff, like. I, I don't know, weird creatures in it. The trailer it's I... a brain wrapped in barbed wire. Yeah. Can I can I just say, look at that logo for Evil Within, and that it looks a lot like the Last of Us logo. Something about the font, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was getting more of like a Saw vibe, just kind of like object on white background. Mm, that too, yeah. I guess. I, like, the, the I think trailer... Specifically like that, the, the Evil Within logo there, that's... That very mirrors the Last of Us logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trailer has that font in like red with like blood dripping off it or something. It looked like just like a weird horror movie or something. Um, and, but like just weird stuff. Like there was like a dude with like a like a safe head and then weird like tentacle blood junk flew out of it. It was gross, but hey, horror games. I don't know. Like kind of like just creature design wise, getting a weird like Silent Hill vibe off it, and it's not that Shinji Mikami's not that guy. Like that's not his. Game. No, that he's Resident Evil. So yeah, I know. Like the other thing. So it's just like okay. Didn't guess... didn't Shin, no? I was gonna say didn't Shinji Mikami work on uh, Last of the Damned? No, Last of the Damned. Shadows, Shadows of, of the Damned. Damned. Yes, he did. So yeah, yeah. I think he has some things mirroring that as well, but a more serious version. Right. And there's... I like Shadows of the Damned. That was a good game. I should I should finish that. But I have. You really should. That ending oh. has a cool ending. Okay. And that ending bummed me out. Oh, like okay. In a good, like, you're like, oh, man, those characters, I care about this. Or you're just kind of, well, I guess don't spoil it. I'll play it. Don't spoil it. Um, I don't know, there's weird creatures in it with glowing eyes and guns and, you know, Shinji Mikami type stuff. And Bethesda is publishing this. Bethesda is publishing it. Um, tw- 2014, I guess, I think. I, I, here, there's a story here. Um, but anyway, like, uh, next-gen consoles and current ones, I think, and PC. It seems Great. to be a thing people are saying a lot, is both. Yeah. Which I'm not exactly maybe just. But then eventually it'll just be next gen consoles, and it'll have been a lie. Right. No one knows for sure, except for the people working on it, and even then they probably don't know. No one knows for sure, but I intend to find out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Reboot. And yeah, it just says 2014. Um. So there you go. And hey, another game. Uh, Ace Attorney Five is coming out on July 25th in Japan for the 3DS, um, and I guess Phoenix is returning for the first time in almost a decade. Yeah, he was not the main character of uh, Ace Attorney 4, Apollo Justice, but yeah. he was in it, so now he's back to being the main character, but apparently Apollo is know, in this as well. 
When is Ace Attorney HD coming to the iPad? I don't know. Because I want to get those. I know there were iPhone ports of some of them, but they're, that's not, they're not plus apps or something, or what? I, I don't think so. Okay. I'm going to grab my iPad real quick. I'm okay. going to go check. But, yeah, so new Ace Attorney game. I haven't played, like, I after Ghost Trick Excitement, I kind of started revisiting them and played through, like, 70% of Miles Edgeworth. But hmm. I haven't really, like, it, once you kind of get to, like, dude, these are just, like, stories I'm clicking through. Like, there's not a lot of choice but, or range. But that's the thing, though. Like, there's they're good stories. Like, the, that's yes, the reason people yeah. like like, like them is because of the story. It's yeah, it's almost like watching a, like a, a weekly television show starring weird Japanese lawyers. Like I, I, they were they were also teasing like a few weird plot details. Like one of the dudes you go up against in court is just straight up a criminal who, for some reason, is allowed to represent himself or something. Like it's just nutty weird stuff. It's totally not how the legal system actually works. But don't worry about it. It's for fun. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't take don't take Phoenix Wright seriously. It's yeah. designed to not be taken seriously. This is not a lawyer simulator. Like this is this is fantasy, you know. But whatever. Um, some of those were fun. Like th- those were pretty cool. So hey, and I I hope I don't know. Wait, I like is it how... Ace Attorney HD or Phoenix Wright. Um, what should I be searching here? Pro- try Ace Attorney because Ace Attorney is technically the series, but no, that doesn't Phoenix work. Phoenix Wright came up with something. Okay. No, searching for Phoenix Wright comes up with Ghost Trick. Wow. Ghost Trick's good, dude. Well, it's because was... it's from the makers of Phoenix Wright. Yeah. Ghost Trick's Ghost Trick's pretty good. Um, I guess I was just, you know, the way that DS port, I guess there is what no it was. Ace Attorney. Oh, wait. Object to this, an Ace Attorney. What is this? Oh, okay. The original Phoenix Wright for DS, anyway. Like, not the original original, but whatever. Oh, I like that one case where they took advantage of the DS for the first time, if you're actually rotating 3D objects and doing stuff like that. Like all maybe. the little bonus they put at the end. Yeah, so maybe if like this takes 3DS stuff in mind, you do weird 3D. I don't know how you can make like being a lawyer 3D in any interesting way. But you know what? To be fair, people didn't was like, how the hell are we gonna enjoy the Phoenix Wright series? And then everyone was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, I don't know, just clue getting like that investigation side. Maybe make that a little more interesting. I don't know. Anyway, that's coming out. Uh, in Japan, anywhere, I'm sure it's probably going to be translated and come over here. Although at the same time, like Leighton and Phoenix Wright, that hasn't happened yet over here. So no, so it's know. it's on the list. Yep. Questions. Emails. Also, yes. yes. Um, I don't know, Sean. Do you want to take a segment, or are you still sure, looking at that iPad? Okay. Let's, no, I'm done on the iPad. I was trying to look up Ace Attorney HD. Mm-hmm. All right. This one's first one is in from Joey. Oh, you know what? If you want to send in questions, you can send them to topdownperspective at gmail.com. You can send them in on Twitter at at TDP Podcast, mm-hmm. or on the Facebook page, just search Top Down Perspective. This first one is an email, and it's by Joey. He says, hey TDP, what is your guys' opinion on Final Fantasy Thirteen? A lot of players were turned off by the linearity, but I loved both the game and its sequel, so I was just wondering what you guys thought of it. Also, what are you looking forward to in Final Fantasy XIII Lightning Returns? Uh, for XIII Lightning Returns, I'm looking forward to be a good game. Ooh, scathing. Whoa. Oh, yeah. I, you know, honestly... Okay, who here played the Final Fantasy XIII games? I, I watched someone play it, so... I played... I played about 12 hours of the first one. Damn. Okay, so you got the most experience. Like, it was just me hearing stories about it 
definitely turned me off to it. Although I will say, like I periodically will be walking through GameStop and be like, hey, twelve bucks? It's not that like it's it's really I, yeah. Cheap. I keep looking for like a super cheap copy of thirteen too because I heard it was better. Yeah, like it's, like I I'm still like a little like that old streak of like me being in like grade twelve or something and buying every single one and just be like Final Fantasy man is awesome. Like I haven't gone back to that, but there's a little bit of that still kind of somewhere inside me that's like asking me to buy it, but I haven't done it yet. Let's uh, be honest, we're not really going to get back to that point. I will never game. play it. Like, I might, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it would, it, I know it would be a game that would just sit on my shelf. Like, it would just sit on my shelf for the sake of sitting on my shelf the same way Final Fantasy Twelve is right now. <laughs> so, I've never played it, ever. Um, so I probably shouldn't play it. Sean, 12 hours of it, what what happened? Like, were you just, you just... I was fine with it. I just, it's it's really hard to commit that kind of time. Okay. So just kind of gradually lost your interest in you. Right. Yeah. Like, for me to do that for any RPG, I have to have something, like, really interested in, with it. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy just kind of doesn't do that anymore. Yeah. That's, that's definitely... The th- like, like, not to say, like, no JRPG can do that, because Persona 4 got me really excited. But... And like a hundred hours and everything, but yeah, Final Fantasy just something about it just has not been pushing my buttons the way it used to. But Lightning Returns, what is that? Like, is it just another that's one? The, that's the third one. Oh, okay. So it's just hey, here's some more like RPG. Yeah, business. it's Final Fantasy thirteen three. It's not like their Dirge of Cerebrus like weird spinoff or anything. It's just... no, like I think I think just Lightning is the only playable character. Like, it's not really an RPG this time. I think. Okay. Oh, I think it is. I thought it was more of an action type game, but maybe I'm wrong. Hmm. I think this is Final Fantasy thirteen three. Okay. And, you know, because Lightning wasn't playable in the second one. I'm assuming, like, some people must be really enjoying it because they made a sequel and another one, I guess. So something's going on, but I just have not mm. looked into it personally. Um, Yeah. So, All right, next question. I liked it, but I, I don't know. Okay, this one's by Allison. Yep. She says, with the Wii U still bearing on games in shelves games on shelves. Should I get a Wii U now, or just wait until Christmas? Only if you can get it for a good deal, otherwise wait till more games come out for it. Like, I would wait. Yeah. Totally. Like, as even as, like, a dude who totally bought it day one, like, yeah, I was at a game store yesterday. It's like maybe three shelves, four maybe, of Wii U stuff. And, like, I don't know. I'm, I guess I wasn't here for the LEGO City Undercover discussion, but that's a thing, but even then, like, yeah, there's nothing. Don't, don't do it. Just wait. Just wait around. I just, how, why are not more games coming to it? Like, uh, I think the problem is, like, the, the system came out at a point where developers weren't really ready for it. It'll take, like, a year mm-hmm. before developers even get to a point where they're steadily making games for it. Right. They don't know what to work on because it's near the transition point for consoles where people are getting ready for the 720 and the PS4. Like, I'm wondering if it's hard to port N- stuff Nintendo to, just, you know... Like, yeah, it's not as powerful as the other systems. I think Nintendo just released, like, a bad console at a bad time. Yeah. Like, it still has its own weird touchscreen hook or whatever, so if people want to sit down and design for it, something interesting could happen, but it's... Like, you know, you're not going to get Bioshock or Tomb Raider on it, like the big stuff coming out nowadays. So, that's kind of a disappointment. What was the last port, even, that came out for it? Like, you know, like, hey, this is this is also Injustice, right? Isn't that on there? Yes, you are correct. Okay. I don't I don't know if that version's See, comparable. Like, why would you consider that a port, though? Isn't that just another version of the no, game? Well, that, yeah, that's not really a port. That I is guess, the yeah, simultaneous sorry. release. It, it's another console release of it. It's it's You're right, sorry. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, like, thinking, what's the original version? Well, I'm just thinking, like, why aren't, 
like, why didn't Devil May Cry come into it? Why isn't Metal Gear Rising on it? Like, why aren't all these games coming out to it? Like, Injustice has it. Yeah. Injustice. Like, right? So it's not, a, it can't be an issue for, like, Injustice forever. was also in development just as they announced the Wii U. So they were so. able to cater to it a little more. Like, I mean, like, Yeah, and I think, like, Warner Brothers was a little bit more open to it, because they, I mean, they had Batman Armored Edition. Yeah. Huh. Like, and I know that the new Batman. So then it just is becomes be more an issue of like the publisher or the developer doesn't want to spend the time on it. it. Yeah, that, or, like, that's another issue. Just not inking like, those deals or something. I don't know. EA apparently has some major weird issue because like a lot of the major sports games are not on the Wii U. Like FIFA is skipping yeah, the Wii U. Yeah, I know this EA year. has a thing against the Wii U. Yeah, just Mass Effect Three is out there. Oddly, for right, but then again, that and like Darksiders Two, those were. I would consider ports because old. Yeah, they came months later. But I don't know. You know, like it's still a weird little thing that I have. And Zombie U, man, Zombie U. But no, don't just wait. Just wait. What, what's the next? Come on, E3. I really, yeah. Make I, me believe again. I want to see some interesting stuff out of E3 for that. Thing. I want to feel again. <laughs> I want to feel good about that decision I made months ago. Yeah. No, it's cool. While I'm not playing my Wii U, I'll just play with my Vita. What? Yeah, said no one ever. Actually, said some people now because of the indie flood, man. It's coming. True. There's a lot of good indie games on Vita. Yeah, but and, I've and a lot of the them. cross-platforming stuff's nice, too. Mm-hmm. True, but still, there's no reason to have a Vita. I've had that question. A bunch of people, like, when I was playing Guacamelee, and they're like, oh, hey, a Vita, should I play that? And I've said no. I mean, like, I'm sorry, hey, a Vita, should I get one of those? And I've said no every time. Even with the, like, Spelunky coming to it and Hotline Miami and stuff, like, it's just... Just, you know, PC. Right, but on the go, man, you could play Spelunky anywhere. Yeah, but it costs more money than you can get on the PC. Well... Right? Well, hey, Machinarium just came out on the Vita. Actually, that like XBLA port, bucks now. or whatever, like, the HD version isn't available on PC yet, so Spelunky, man. But anyway, I think it will be, though. I like that game. It was on my top ten. Anyway, okay. All right, last question. Last this question. is also by Allison. Mm-hmm. I know you guys don't care about the franchise at all, but what do you think Pokemon will benefit for the Wii U? More Rumble? All right, first off, I love Pokemon. Yeah. So I do not know what you're talking about. No, for sure. Like, Sean... Sean yeah, really... I was surprised. Like, Sean's, like, the ambassador out of the three of us for it. Like, and it says you guys. Like, it's not like, <laughs> I know you, and it's like, oh, they're probably talking about me or something. Because I don't. Maybe. But, I don't know. Yeah, like, Nathan and myself are not the biggest Pokemon fans, but Sean, I don't think you've missed a core game, have you? I have not. Do, what, what do you think? Do Wii U? What, what, do, what do you want out of there? More, the way I look at it as, well, with every other console, the ones that are on the home consoles don't matter. That seems to be... Well, they're doing a Skylanders type thing this time around, so... It's a, yeah, for their Rumble thing, which they had a Rumble game on the 3DS that I didn't get. Mm-hmm. I'm not really into the spin-offs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pokemon Conquest was cool, but apart from that, I'm just not. I'm just really not into any of the spin-offs. Um, the Mystery Dungeon sounds interesting. Like I want to try those out, but in terms of like Rumble Blast or whatever else they do, I don't care too much about it. Okay. Um, if they want to make a core Pokemon game for the Wii U, I am all for that. That won't happen. Okay. Give me my Pokemon MMO. Do it. I don't think they'll ever do it. Okay. I don't, no, th- I don't think they'll perfect. ever pull the trigger. It'd be so good. That's it for emails. That is. Once again, if you guys want to send in questions, topdownrespective at gmail.com. 
at TDP Podcast or Top Down Respective on the Facebook group. What is our games of the week? Ooh. Injustice. Uh, Bioshock Infinite. I mean, yeah, it was good. I have to give it to Guacamelee. Okay. So Over that means Metal Rising, Rising never wow. gets it, but I'm wow. sorry. But Guacamelee was, is great. Cool. There you go. And we'll see you guys next week for more Top Down Perspective.